there, boy. We'll show these fascists what a couple of hillbillies can do. <laughs> You're damn right. <laughs> Yeehaw. Yeehaw. Ye fucking haw. Ye fucking haw. Explicit. Explicit style. <laughs> Does my mic sound weird? Or You sound weird, but your mic is fine. No, but I, I feel like I'm getting like a double... It sounds normal? Uh, no, this is normal. That's normal? God, I sound amazing. Well, it's because I've got the control room Pay attention, fascists. Up. If you want to write us during today's show, you can reach us at allyoufascists at gmail.com. That's true. That's absolutely true. I'll be monitoring that. James will be monitoring that. All right. Thank you, Woody. Gets me pumped up every time. I know. Oh, me too. Man, me too. Get, you're doing it though. Okay. Well, all right. That. Uh, okay. I well. think that we're okay. We're trying new stuff here in the studio, and so we're we're hoping it works. Here's what you sound like right now. If we're okay. We're starting new stuff in the studio. <laughs> no, sir. I'm sounding. This is my natural voice. That is not your. That was a. That was not your natural voice right there for a moment. <laughs> uh, right. If you thought James was a little broadcasty, please write in. Yeah. Right see, there. if you thought. I was not in my normal voice. Do write in right now at all, uh, all, you, all fascists you fascists at gmail.com. At, at gmail.com. For spelling help on fascists, look for wikipedia.com. <laughs> but well, Wikipedia seems hard to spell also, kind of. Right? Do you make that more diff- <laughs> a little more difficult? Or? So I think Pedialyte is spelt a little differently than Wikipedia, or is that the same Pedia? Yeah, I don't know. You, you said Pedialyte, and my mind <laughs> just went crazy. Now, now I want electrolytes. You know? That's baby food, you know. That is baby food. <laughs> baby. God bless America. It's been a while since we talked. It really has. Uh, I, And a lot has happened. A lot has happened. But we're actually going to talk about something that's yeah. I mean, it's current. It's, well, it's not happening. It's not but, happening, but it's definitely current. Well, maybe it should happen. And uh, and many Democrats think it should happen. Well, you know, look, you, you want to talk America, it's impossible to talk about it without talking about our history. Slavery. A lot of stuff happened before. Right. And, uh, you know, not all of it was good, uh, like the Overlook Hotel. Not not all of it was fantastic. <laughs> um, but uh, the traces of it are still with us. And Undeniably so, I think. Uh, if you look at prison populations and, right. and, and poverty levels and, and you know just basic opportunity and hope, there is a difference. There's a dividing line in America. Between um, blacks and whites. It seems like it falls in, uh, on skin color to some right. extent. Right. Um, I, I'm, not, I'm not spitballing here. This is not hyperbole. I, I'm just looking at prison populations. Sure. You know, I mean, certainly there's something off here. In um, fact, that's the that's the reason that many states have have banned. Uh, uh, I mean, that's the the stated judicial rationale for banning capital punishment is it, it falls disproportionately on one race. Absolutely, three strike laws. I mean, right. you, know, you, you name it. I mean, you don't get seventy five percent. You know what I mean? It does. It's not reflective of the general population. So something's off there. And not only, uh, I mean, just victimless type crime drug arrests uh but the fact that that and i I guess that they've rectified some of this but crack cocaine the same amount of crack cocaine uh was uh, so much higher punishment rate than 
powdered cocaine. Yeah, I mean, well, they used to have uh, Arizona was one that, that comes to mind. Uh, I think I believe it was a two year minimum on uh, possession of crack. I, I don't know if that's still the law, but you know. I think they've rectified some of that. Uh, uh, but you, like you said, for the same amount of, of powdered three, cocaine, slap like on ten, the wrist, ten times as much. Hey, get out of here, you little scam! Right? You know? Yeah, go have a good time. Hey, slow it down. You know, but uh, wrong skin color problem. Sure. Uh, sure. Yeah, and and you know, <laughs> yeah, the difference between powdered <laughs> cocaine and crack cocaine is you know you're splitting hairs now. Okay, really? Um, right. At the end of the day, it's uh, cocaine. Uh, neither of them are ideal. Right. Uh, I'm not a, pro- a prohibition guy. I think I think we tried well, that. I, I think we've we've well established that it doesn't work. One. Right. Uh, and two, that countries that uh, have legalized, Portugal comes to mind. Right. Incidence of drug usage has gone down. And not just drug uses, uh, violent crime violent as well. Crime, I mean, all this stuff, uh, yeah. Absolutely. Okay, so so we have this culture. We have, we've locked up a bunch of people. It's obvious there's some people that are not getting quite the same opportunities that or are afforded treatment. to everyone. Treatment, under the law, you name it. Yeah. Which brings us roundabout full circle to, and here comes the here comes the word reparations. The, the R word. The big R word. Yeah. Uh, everybody gets nervous with reparations. Can we do it? You know, uh, is it possible? Is it going to fix what we want it to fix? Well, so there's some 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 numbers on this. Okay. Um, and it was Conyers, uh, for his entire time in, uh, I believe it was the Senate. Uh, let's see. Um, yeah. John Conyers, a Democrat from uh, Michigan, uh, proposed a commission to study reparation proposals. Now, this is just a, a commission to study reparation proposals. Just to study the ideas. He submitted this every year from 1989 to 2017 when he finally retired. How, how did he do? Did it, did it get now, through? Never once. Wow. This, so even to study it. Voted down. Just to talk about just possibilities. That's too dangerous. Voted down, yeah. Now, you know, the economic argument, nobody wants to, look, there's a lot of different arguments for and against, right? Right, absolutely. And with the against arguments, you know, there's the popular ones and then there's the real ones. But the ones that people seem to say, they want to address this from an economic perspective. Can we do it? Could we afford to go $10 trillion in debt to cut these checks. Well, there's quite a few numbers on that one. But I, I so Democrats though have kind of jumped on. Okay. Uh so Tulsi Gabbard uh, uh has submitted something in the house uh for um once again just studying it. Just studying it. And Bernie Sanders has uh, introduced the same legislation into the Senate. So no no move, movement in either either uh, either house. No big rush to uh, get that voted through. Right. So that's right. not that's not happening. But those are two people that have voted to study it. Although Sanders has been quoted as saying, and this is this was a while ago, so maybe he's evolved on it some. But he thinks that maybe um, there's a better way than just money to to address this. Okay. To address sure. reparations. Why not? Um, Let's see who else is coming out. Um, Warren and Booker have come out in favor of some form of reparations. I see. Okay. Uh, let's see. Um, 
Kamala Harris supports reparations. Okay. And Beto is open to <laughs> studying some form. Oh, he's open to studying some form. Like, well, way to take a stand there. <laughs> right, right, right. So that's about where we're at with the Democrats. Uh, so now money. Well, let's talk about money because that's, I mean, really when it comes down to this, you know, Lots of reasons, but what about the money? Okay, so now, there's 42 million American uh, 42 million American blacks. Okay, uh, and so there was a what was his name? There was a, a black activist who studied it in the 90s, and he recommended uh, a a figure of uh, of um, let's see, it was. That they've experienced that blacks have experienced losses of one point four trillion dollars. Okay, and if you break that down, um, that works out to um, a uh, a. Oh, let's see. Well, this is challenging, <laughs> right? So, if you gave a a check to the all, every black. Forty-two million people of a hundred thousand dollars. Okay, that's uh, for four point two trillion. Okay, so, so that's well over his figure. Okay, four trillion is that? That's a, that's a hundred G's. That's not enough money. Right. So, if you gave them his figure, though, right, um, that would be thirty-three thousand dollars. Thirty-three thousand dollars per. No, no, no. That is not enough. Money. That's that's the. But that was from the nineties. So mm-hmm. they're they're talking about figures that are much higher than that now. Okay. So what? How much is thirty two? How much thirty grand? All right. Thirty thousand. Thirty three thousand. Well, that 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 yields. Uh, that's one point four trillion. That's that's you know that's the thirty thousand and ninety five would be about fifty thousand in twenty eighteen. Yes. Okay, fifty grand is not enough money. So if if uh, if you go his higher figure, four point seven trillion, if you break that down, uh, it's a hundred and eleven thousand dollars. That's a check for a hundred and eleven thousand dollars. See, I'm thinking about five hundred grand a piece is what I'm thinking. So, so how much is that? Five hundred grand is like sixteen trillion, basically. Well, not five hundred grand. No, that's. Um, so the highest figure, seventeen point one trillion, is the highest figure anybody's talked about. So seventeen trillion. Yeah. And what is that? And break? that breaks down to uh, four million dollars for each black. Four person. million for each one is seventeen trillion. Yeah. Okay. Now I hear seventeen trillion. I'm like, oh my god, because I, I grew up in the nineties, eighties. Obviously, you know? you'll portion that out over the years. Well, what I'm saying is, three trillion seemed like a lot when they said the national debt's going to be three trillion. That seemed like a lot. I think we're up to twenty something now. I think we're just under that. But we're just yeah. under. so that's so that's the end of that. As far as that figure being some scary figure, I think we're we're living past. We're in a post fear scenario on that. And obviously, the only way to do seventeen trillion would be apportioned well it's going to take time to distribute the money and get it organized what i'm saying is one year from the moment they start sending out and handing out checks one year to send the last one out so within one year all all of that's put in circulation let's not talk about the moral aspect of this should we or shouldn't we let's forget about that because economic benefit it's the country as a whole let's just talk about what would happen if 
we did it. If we did it. So so you take the poorest Americans in the country and you hand them $5 million each. Uh, that What a shot for, in the arm for the economy a as a whole. shot in the arm. It's like removing the blood and putting in pure meth right? for the blood <laughs> in terms of the economy. <laughs> to use that metaphor. Uh, look, I walk down the street, I find five grand. What do I do with it? Honestly, what am I going to do with that? I'm going to go buy shit that I like or yeah, that I want. Right, right. The first thing people are going to do that get handed $5 million is they're going to buy all the stuff that they need, that they've been denied. Now, now the act of them doing that, that's the fucking economy. That's how it works. Sure. People spend money. That's exactly what happened in the New Deal. That's the New Deal. They, they gave the, the working class, they gave poor people a shot. Uh, in the arm to pay their rent. What happened? And it brought us out of the Depression. The, really? The downward spiral of the Depression stopped immediately. Immediately. And began a slow rise. Because people spend money, and then the people that own businesses make money from that. Right. And, and create new businesses. Well, they're busy. Now they got to hire another person. Right. Now that person is making money and spending money. And they've got to buy more product. More product, more stock, more transport, more raw materials. Right. Every phase of production and commerce. Everything. Everything. Right. And where does that money end up? Back in the bank. Because that's the second thing that's going to happen after you hand somebody a check. They're going to go deposit that in their bank account. So even the person who didn't get the $4 million check... Oh, my goodness. Is benefiting. Oh, my goodness. $16 trillion of fractional, fractional reserve banking, which is what we do in the modern world here, means that you're talking about 90 to $100 trillion being pumped into the economy. Fractional reserve. Interest rates will go into the toilet. You'll be able to borrow money for nothing, practically. And why not? The banks have plenty to give out. This will fix the economy. Right. And not just for a year. We will ride this crest all the way to a hundred thousand stock market. It, this will never stop. Sure, sure. And if and if we if we do our our economy smart afterwards, uh, it could go forever. It could go forever. Yeah. Um, the uh, the New Deal economy went until yeah, the sixties when they began chip chipping away at it. And here's the best part: all that bullshit, nonsense, fear, racism, horse shit that they've been shoveling to us all this time you don't have to cross the street when you see a black person approaching you after this unless you want to avoid a hug right <laughs> and you know what would really seal this really you know what would really seal this okay. is if all of white america took to the streets in protest demanding it demanding reparations so how likely is that look white people for better or worse they want to look good there is no greater opportunity for the world for hey look Americans it doesn't we don't this isn't about we're number one we're the best what if our superpower is being able to look backwards and seeing our mistakes and fixing them right. and doing what's necessary maybe doing, that's why we're better than and doing what's else. right and doing what's right finally right so all right damn so it how close are we to that in 2014. 37% of Americans uh, believe slaves should have received a cash benefit at the end of the Civil War. Okay. Woulda, coulda, shoulda, sure. Right. So that's okay. that 40 acres of mule stuff. Okay. 15% uh, okay. 
believe they should get it now. Fifteen. This so, is this yeah. is this is five years. Ago. Fifteen. So eighty-five percent of the people are like, ah, fuck the economy uh, and our future. That broke down to eight percent whites, fifty-nine percent blacks. I love the forty-one percent of blacks that were against it. <laughs> like, no, no, right, <laughs> right. Oh, hell no. All right. So, twenty nineteen. There's there's a statistic, um, and it's gone up a little bit. Forty percent of Americans now uh, believe that uh, blacks should receive reparations at the end of at the end of slavery. <laughs> and so that's probably that's probably even more than fifty nine percent of of blacks now. Okay, and who knows how much more on on whites? Probably not that much more. But can you imagine? So we're at eight percent of whites. I mean, obviously, this is a utopian fantasy here, but but from just from a greed economic perspective, wouldn't it make sense if you're an oil company to try to push this through? If you're a tech company, wouldn't it be great if there were all these new consumers to devour your products? <laughs> Everybody makes more money doing this. Everybody. So David Koch is going to bed on a big pile of money. Thinking, oh, reparations, I could make so much more money. I could make so much money. Yeah, he's not, believe me. Well, he's dead, but he's, you know, he never was thinking anything like that, of course. I mean, are we really at this point where we would just, like, we wouldn't do this because we're, like, we're so inherently racist? And Republicans won't even say the word reparations. They They won't even say it. They probably spell it for their, in front of their children. They won't even fucking decide (laughs) to meet to talk about the idea. Right. Like, we're not even going to let it get to step minus one. <laughs> Forget step one. Well, and why? Why Exactly why? Well, they offer some reasons. All right, let's hear them. Number one. <laughs> uh, so, no one group in America benefited from slavery as a matter of fact slave owners were a small minority of uh, of whites and as a matter of fact slavery hurt most whites particularly in the south they couldn't get jobs they had slaves doing those jobs okay so whites were hurt by this too uh-huh right mm-hmm. <laughs> which is probably true but didn't the tobacco cash crop like make the country viable as a country? I mean, wasn't that a big part of the success of the U.S.? Was the pretty much the the first even um, even d- during the uh, the revolution uh, that that was the number one cash crop. Uh, that's okay. how we bought powder and ball. And, I see. So yeah. it made the revolution possible. Pretty so much. It seems like maybe there was a shared benefit as well as a shared cost of. Tobacco picked by slaves. Yes. Yes. So there's that. Okay, there's that. Number one, not super solid as a reason, but that's fine. Number two. Uh, Most whites at the time opposed slavery. They didn't want it. Well, not fervently enough. They were quite fervent in the North, and and there weren't enough, enough numbers in the South because, well, People who couldn't get jobs didn't go to the South. Well, it sounds like they had an opportunity to maybe fix it, but they just, for a variety of reasons, they couldn't. Number three. Okay. There was there was a vote at the Constitutional Convention okay. about this. Uh, slavery carried by one vote. Otherwise, it would have been uh, outlawed. It would have been banned. It would have been uh, the abolitionists almost ruled. However, the only reason that it didn't 
is because the South would not have have joined the Union. I see. There would have been no. Well, if there was a United States, it would have been north of Virginia. Uh, okay, <laughs> sounds good. Right? I, I, I yeah, that's a that's I, a problem. Okay. <laughs> However, it sucks about Florida, but I mean, you know, it, for the uh, for the founders, they figured okay, the the uh, the newly independent colonies were in tough shape economically. I see. We just fought a war. Uh, the, uh, the all the currency that we had printed during that time was just worthless. Uh, we owed a lot of money to France, to Holland, So, so we'll let you do Spain. a little slavery for a little while. Just write, get the books right. Well, what they and agreed we'll was, out. we won't even mention the word slavery for 20 years. Oh, okay. 20-year grace period. That's exactly what, what I it see. was. Yeah. yeah. I see. So it was a close call, but it was ultimately, since the South wouldn't have been a part of it without slavery, then... Okay, okay, you can have them. Can we do a quick sidebar? Sure. Okay. One of my guilty pleasures is Sweet Home Alabama, the Leonard <laughs> Skinner song. Look, don't judge me. Not mine. I, I, hey, look, maybe I, that's a judgment. I, I'm, I'm saying I wouldn't buy the album. I don't. But when it comes on the radio, I do listen to it in its entirety. It's it's pretty catchy tune. And what I found is, I, but I, I could never figure why. And as it turns out, it finally came to me. I'm from Arizona, and we don't have an equivalent song like that, like <laughs> Arizona's the best, sunshine in the west, How or some- Arizona wants me, Lord, I can't- No, I guess not. Arizona, it's the greatest. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh-uh. So I'm kind of jealous. No, 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 I'm no. jealous that even in spite of all of Alabama's you know, laundry list of issues- California has one. Hotel California. California, here I come, and that and, and archival ones right, too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I'm, I guess I am a little bit sure jealous of people. Sure, in Muscle Shoals, something, something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they name cities, and if you're from Muscle Muscle Shoals, it's like, oh fuck yeah, they said Muscle, they said well, it. Muscle Shoals. I mean, they got uh, Chain Chain Chain, Aretha Franklin. They're from Muscle Shoals, the recording studio. Oh, by some of the greats. Maybe that's what Leonard Skinner was referring to, the, the studio. Well, pro- most likely. Oh, so it wasn't just the city of Muscle Shoals. Right. Muscle Shoals, they got recordings. I don't know how it goes. <laughs> I thought they were talking about... Yeah, some of the, you know, wasn't it Sam and Dave? Some of the greats of, of R&B recorded at Muscle Shoals. This tangent brought to you by no one. <laughs> okay, so let's get back to reparations. I'm sorry about that. I'm sorry, everyone. I just had to, I had to get that off my chest about Sweet Home Alabama. And I feel better. No. Okay, so there's that. Um, so there's that. Uh, then one writer said that economically, compared to blacks in Africa, American blacks have it much better. I see that that was a genius that said that. <laughs> way to way to way to sift through the fog there and find the answer. Compared to dead people from Ireland that were tortured. Blacks in Africa have it even better. So there's that. Well, and do American blacks have it better economically than blacks in Africa? That's an open question. And what happened to all the money in Africa, all the gold in Africa? Where, well, did, where did all that end up? Right. Then there's that. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> while we're on the subject of missing gold. Uh, yeah. And- Right at the where the like the where's the the license where is that uh, the gold is on the outside of the building Liège, yeah, Belgium, Liège, yeah. yes, yeah, dipped in gold. 
African gold. Okay, all right. So, so this almost touches on the economics of slavery. Um, slaves were captured and sold by, wait for it, Africans. Africans. Oh, and there it is. <laughs> That's number four on the list. Hey, look, you know, before we start handing out reparations, how much does Africa owe? You know what I mean? Because, you know. Right? Huh? Huh? No. Uh, okay, so. Uh, wrong. The, the thing on that, though, if there were not Europeans lining up at the at the, <laughs> at the uh, yeah, Ivory Coast to buy those slaves, sure. they not would not have been captured for slavery. Probably not, no. Yeah. No, no, no. The market creates the, yeah. So. Hello? So, <laughs> I think that answers that one. I'm starting to get mad now. Because <laughs> you know what I mean? James. We'll continue with the list, but I mean, it's a, it, this is a, an economic question here. Right. The money comes right back again. They're, they're only going to have the money for an hour. It's all going to get spent. Which is that old uh, Will Rogers quote about money rolling downhill. It doesn't, uh, water rolls downhill. But if you give the money to, at the, put it the money at the bottom, yeah. it rolls uphill. Uh, the rich people will have it by evening anyway, yeah. but at least the, the little guy would be able to put some food on his table. There you go. Yeah. Or, or fix his truck or, or, or start his business or, right? or, you know, or put some food on his family. Or put some food on his family <laughs> where wings take dream. <laughs> But in, in all seriousness, though, like it's you got to torture them forever. Is that the deal? You got to make sure they're tortured forever. Okay, so it's still reparations are not playing well amongst the American people. What what is playing a little a little better is leveling the playing field. Okay, and everybody starts from even, zeroed out. Right, right. So I think they've essentially been trying to do that since the Civil Rights Act of 1965. Oh, they've been trying to zero everybody out. And it then. hasn't been hasn't been zeroed out yet. So there's that. So good luck on zeroing out. Just cut the checks. I don't care. <laughs> you know what? Cut the checks, and then tomorrow there'll be a news story. Oh, we're $60 trillion in debt. Who gives a shit? Who do we owe it to ourselves? Here's an idea. Don't pay it. Forgive our debt to ourselves. Cut cut 60 trillion dollars in reparations checks give every black person and every latino in this country a check let the let the economy explode be a shining example to the rest of the world okay um it's win-win what about japanese 1941 cut some japanese checks too i mean what the hell cut them cut some checks let's do it chinese exclusion act 1885 look cut some damn these are a lot of checks get down here. <laughs> look why don't we start with the slavery checks and then work our way to the, the, the Latino checks. Native Americans? Okay, let's do the slavery and the Native American checks first. Where's it okay. stop? Irish? Well, that's a good first step, you know. Slavery. Slavery and uh, the Native Americans. Let's do, let's do reparation checks. Cut them out just like that. Boom. Okay. Do you know how much property Japanese lost in 1941? Oh, my goodness. Whenever... Oh, my goodness. Right? How far do you want to go back fixing things? You know what I mean? Well, that's, that's kind of the kind of one of the points here. well okay so okay where do you draw the line 1700 okay, uh, who's black well that's the other thing too i mean you got to do a 23 and me thing nationwide you got to break it down by percentage and every percentage ends up being a dollar figure of some sort you know what i mean it gets oh, by dna do yeah, they do apportion the money by dna it gets real weird you know what i mean it gets well how else are you going to do it i mean otherwise you get you can't be so specific with it i mean you got to I'd rather give too much than too little. 
and once again, uh, it it almost doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who you're giving it to. Doesn't matter because it's helping the economy. The economy gets the ultimate. And everyone benefit. benefits that way. Everyone benefits. Everyone. I mean, uh, municipalities will have enough money to fix roads and schools, and the tax base will explode all over the country. Right. There'll be enough finally for everyone. We. It might pay for itself. In, almost immediately. <laughs> it's really crazy. And when you figure in the new workers that will have to service this money being spent, you end up making money at the end of it. You end up making money. Do you think that's true? Absolutely. I mean, uh, Everybody's spending the money. People have to hire more workers. Well, now I actually think that's true, too. It's true. It's true. Yeah. I mean, you know, this is the universal stipend thing. That's the future. In 100 years, we're all going to be on universal stipend. And we're going to look back on this time when we weren't as some barbarism, like how, of course, they were at war with each other. People were fighting over resources. Well, and when you look at what government is um, and all of the stuff that we pool our money for, roads, police, military, right, uh, you know, and... And then the stuff that we should and are and have been stingy about uh, healthcare yeah, and education, education and, and science, science research. Uh, just, uh, there's so much that's already being done that way. Oh yeah. Um, and so why can't reparations? Why can't you know these other things be uh, added to it? Particularly when we have a model of the New Deal giving us a pretty good indication of how it works. It works because at the end of the day, in 20 years, after you've had the system for a while, everyone has money. Nobody has to work. The people that are doing jobs, they have a passion for that that particular job. They're not doing it because they need to, which is the society we have now where everyone's doing something they hate. Lives because they quiet have desperation. Quiet desperation. Not just the English way, as it turns out. Uh you know, everyone's got to do something they hate because they gotta they got to get that rent nut. They got to pay for that food. They got to... No. Just give everybody all that shit. Let them do what they want to do. Let them surprise you with their ingenuity. Think about it. If you had a bunch of people teaching, they were just passionate about teaching. You mean this might help capitalism? Cap- capitalism. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Right? You mean absolutely. entrepreneurs might be able to carry their good idea and hard work to the marketplace? Why not? And, hey, and you could borrow money for nothing from the w- bank without without even borrowing money. Maybe you saved the money because oh you've got yeah, right. Oh my you've goodness. got the money. I mean, the reparations check came in. You fixed the Camaro. You got a new heater. And what else? Now, what do you do? And if you're out there saying these guys are nuts, these guys are crazy. What an idea! Spend money to make money. What are you talking about? Well, I'm talking about 1950. 1950. And I'm, and I'm talking about the highest standard of living in the world in the world straight out of the great depression boom and what caused that the new deal the new deal uh putting uh eight to ten million americans to work on the wpa there you go which also gave us uh electrified uh, rural america which went from 10 percent having electricity to over 90 percent having electricity. boom uh the freeway system. Uh, you mean all the freeways that are crumbling now? Right. The now roads my, and bridges and that need to be fixed now because they were built during the Depression. Well, shoot. We should just do the same thing again. Absolutely. There you go. No, yeah, Reparations is too hard a word for you right now. Yeah. You know? Just put everybody to work. Cut the checks. What do you want? I'm not going to name the companies. 
but there's particular companies that have stockpiled some money now. Okay, <laughs> right? maybe we're not. Maybe they're so big now that we can't even name them. You know, for fear of being rubbed out or something. But I'm telling you, people have gotten rich with this system. They got rich enough. They stack so much money they can't even keep it in their own name. Well, so the UN recommends paying Africa. Okay, I like that recommendation. Sure. Well, that's a whole nother deal there. I mean, I mean, really, there's <laughs> we owe money all over the place. Okay, we we did some we did some things. Okay. However, um, they're recommending that the Western nations do that. And I think that's probably more more fair because it wasn't just the U.S. Well, I would start. I would start. I would include Europe as well. Uh, in I fact, Europe was the biggest raper, uh, and if I could use that term, uh, of so. Africa. You know, uh, sure, Say sure. The fuck I mean, you slaves, want. <laughs> gold, uh, diamonds. Uh, what what sure. else? Anything of value. Yeah, we and then finally about, human capital. Yeah, you know? yeah, and that was the Western nations that did that. So yeah. So everybody, everybody throw in a little bit. Let's just print the money. You know what I'm saying? Let's just, who well, cares? That's kind of a thing, Cut too. Cut the checks. Who cares? Let the grandkids worry about it. What do they you call that? I mean? um, where you just print the money. Print the money. Fiat. <laughs> it's fiat currency. Well, it's, no, it's. Uh, you know, uh, we uh, all agree. It's agreed upon. Where's Cosmo? We need him to look this up. It's Cosmo, if you're listening, can you call <laughs> in with the answer to that? Wait a minute. Um, Let's check the emails. None. None. <laughs> All right. Well, Good yeah. job, listener. <laughs> because they're not listening. Yeah, that's right. Because they're not. Oh, yeah, that's right. We're recording this for later broadcast. That's right. That's right. Yeah, okay. So. Well, whatever. I mean, still, they could write in. Right, yeah. If you're hearing this now, finally. You, why, why didn't you write in? And, and you can write in anytime. Well, go ahead and write in. Yeah. Write in right now if you're listening. Let's see. How do I search for this one? I, oh. What are you looking for right now? This okay, is it's not called, the time uh, to do this. It's called MM <laughs> MM Money. And the show came to a screeching halt. Screeching halt. halt he, because... he started looking at something on his computer. Yeah. I got lost. <laughs> like slow I, computers too. I, I don't even remember what you're looking dealing for. Dealing with. See if we had Yes. Some some goddamn interns or some, somebody helping. If we had some reparations. Well, look. I may have like 12% Native American in me, so you know, if I can get like 60, 80 grand out of this, I'm cool with it. Are uh, you sure? I think so. I, uh, but n- maybe not Native American. Look though. what happened to Warren. No, it's not like that. I think I got like maybe- I uh, never did understand that. I think uh, the Pocahontas Pocahontas, thing? yeah. Well, doesn't she have like some Native American in her? Yeah, like yeah, 12? yeah. She did the DNA, but the uh, uh, that upset some Native Americans. Well, I can kind of I mean, look. Yeah. Because they don't recognize DNA to determine whether or not you're part of their culture. Okay. Okay. Which, fair enough. Okay. Fair enough. Okay. Uh, That's fair enough. Oh, well. So my my family's oral history. Right. Um, Sounds nasty. This is the way it was always put. My great, 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 three greats, grandmother- uh-huh. Married a full-blooded Cherokee Indian chief. That's the way that's put in the family uh, history. Okay. <laughs> named Dred Webb. Okay. So, um, me and a friend have lately been doing some- uh, So that means you're like a 16th. Right? It's the 32nd, actually. But okay. um, it turns out- Yeah? We cannot confirm whether Dred Webb- Oh. Uh. 
was actually a Cherokee or not. And um, we did discover what his real name is, Etheldred. Huh. Etheldred Webb. But his, his nickname, of course, was Rick Dread. That's an awesome nickname. Right? Yeah. Right? God, man. If I had a nickname like Dread. <laughs> like, I always wanted a nickname that just popped. You know what I mean? Right. Like T-Bone. Yeah, or, me neither. You know? Yeah. Bazooka. <laughs> you know, that pops. B- Bazooka Dave. Bazooka Joe. I like it. So you're 132nd Cherokee. I'm probably not. So you're in for like, I don't know, like 2800 bucks or something on this? I don't, you know. Probably not. You'll, you'll be on the list at some point. It'll be down the list, but we'll get there. It looks like Etheldred was from England. A Cherokee from England? He was not Cherokee. Okay, you're out of money. You're out. See? You're out. You're See? Out, you're out. You're out. So that was her family history, and she was Cherokee. You're Harris. I mean, Warren. Oh, Elizabeth Warren. Yeah. So I don't understand why are the Republicans still pounding on that. Because they know their base? I guess so. Oh, you know? <laughs> Yeah, of course. Why did I, why did I even ask? Yeah, that what question? I mean, uh, you know, because they can do anything, and people will be like, "Oh, sure." You know, do you remember when the ex president was from Kenya? Remember that one when they were doing that one for a while? <laughs> yeah. No, he's from Kenya. He's from Kenya. Oh, look here, he was born in Hawaii. See, Hawaii, we knew it. Like what? And his his scandal ridden presidency. Tan suit. He releases the long form. Oh, no. <laughs> what was the other one? The gray Poupon mustard that he had one time on his hamburger? He was at some ki- some deli in Washington, D.C. Oh, that's D. right. Right, somewhere. And he's like, oh, do you have any gray Poupon or something like that? They lambasted him for two weeks over that. Yeah, on Fox like, News. what kind of a man uses Dijon mustard <laughs> on, a, on a hamburger? I do. Right? I didn't think it was weird. I, You know, I like Grey Poupon sometimes. Not all the time, but sometimes. Well, I don't eat hamburgers, but I do eat Grey Poupon with a spoonful, so. Probably. <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, come on. A little spicy spoonful. <laughs> I don't know. Let me grab a spicy spoonful. I'll meet you guys out there. You know, these people doing double espressos don't know where it's at. You, know I mean? you take a tablespoonful of Grey Poupon, you're it. awake. I've done it. You're awake. <laughs> no, I know you have. <laughs> But it, it, in all seriousness, though, with the, with the reparations thing, it's just money, James. It's money, okay? And there shouldn't be any confusion about money and the way money moves. And you can't tell me, if you don't understand why giving 40 million people, making them multimillionaires and letting them run rampant in the economy, if you don't understand how that's going to help the economy, then... There's more fucked up than just your philosophy here. This is a a public schooling issue. This is a, a, an elementary issue. That is absolutely true. I, I mean, so, and I don't know why the New Deal isn't studied in high school. And it really isn't. I didn't learn much about uh, the New Deal until I got into uh, uh, history class in college. And uh, All they teach us is that wars science. are good for economies. Wars are the things that pump up economies. That's what we learn. That's kind of true. War is what does it. Really? The dates of wars is what you learn in history The class. dates of wars and how that helped us get out and of- And who won. And who won. Right. Yeah. Us. Income tax? Not a word. Right. Not a fucking- Not a word. Not a word about it. Nothing. Right. You know? What an accountant does? Nothing. How to change a tire- 
Right. Nothing. 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 Nothing we could use. Balance a checkbook. No, but I know when the Magna Carta was signed, you know. <laughs> oh, I know when we, Actually, I don't. I forgot that. But <laughs> it's 1200. It's probably sometime in the 1200s, yeah. About Somebody the last time England was invaded by people. William of Orange. Oh, really? Could I like could I like the Dutch anymore? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really like I well, that was one thing I we did discover in in uh our uh genealogy. Um uh, and this was actually Cosmo figured this one out. He traced us back to a uh a a, a knight from Normandy. He was born in Normandy okay. in like ten forty three. Okay. He dies in England in like ten ninety something. Okay. It's not bad for a knight. Yeah. Right? So he was you know, and he's he's probably with the invasion force in ten sixty six. Huh. My family invaded England. Wow. Right? So you have to look over your shoulder now as you walk around like a Oh no, no no we won. Oh okay no problem. <laughs> wow. See I gotta take you with me when we go to England. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, although we did speak French at court for 200 years. Wow. Maybe longer. I don't know. How do we get on this? Reparations? Reparations got us here. Yeah, reparations. Yeah, I, it's, the numbers are not great, though, for it. Uh, Just cut the check. So that's kind of interesting that the uh, the Democratic Party is not jumping out big. Um, right now, Kamala Harris is the only one that's just unreservably yeah, money. Uh, we've got a couple of let's study it. Uh, we've got <laughs> we've got a couple of let's not even talk about it. Yeah, definitely that. Uh, and uh, and I think there's one let's level the playing field. Well, it's like you said, and Will Rogers, the banks are going to have the money by sundown anyway. Okay, you're going to get they're going to give it right back to you, right? What I mean, what what is the problem here? Yeah, I'm so angry right now. Not really, but. <laughs> You wish you were angry. Well, I should be angrier, but then, you know, then I get to pretend that it doesn't affect me. And But the truth of the matter is we all have to live in this society. And a lot of people think that, wait, that's money right out of my pocket. Yeah, and that's money you're never going to see anyway. Don't, anyway. None of us are invited to the banquet, okay? We seem to have this idea that we can earn a seat at the table somehow. It doesn't, it's not set up like that. I can, re- I'm, I'm reminded of that. The last poet's right. quite quote, you think the Big Apple's out of sight, but you ain't never had a bite. You've never, never. <laughs> nah. Nor are you going to. It's the LaCroix of, of, <laughs> of you know what I mean? It's it's the essence of, yeah, you know? And, but and, and God forbid we destroy the party. And this is the other thing. The only, the only ones keeping the party going, that's us. And the reason we're keeping it going- Us is- Everyone that's not at the party. Okay. Okay. Right. The, the real party. The 90%. The real, yeah. The 99.4%, the real party. Yeah. And we're scared to death that anything will disturb the system because the other thing they've convinced us of is that we can- It's possible for us to make it to the Yeah, thing. I'm smart. I, I'm a hard worker. Hey, I, whoa, don't mess with the rich. I might be rich. Right? I don't want to fuck that deal up right? for when I get it. Exactly. You're not getting it. Right? It's not going to happen. Right. It's time to wake up. And and okay? how much smart uh, entrepreneurial uh, skill and how much um, uh, hard work put them where they're at? We don't even want to get into that. 
You know what I mean? Zero. You know, they inherited it. Look, you know, certainly there's the the story from Hard Scrabble to, you know, to Fifth Avenue. That story happens, and it's happened. But that's not the story. That's, that's not how it happens. The, yeah. the the exception the exception doesn't break the rule. It makes the rule. Okay? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's a reason why that stands out. Yeah. You know. Um. So scared, huh? So scared. Like, like you know, the idea that the lottery's fixed. You know, this idea that's floating around now. Like maybe the lottery's not a real thing. Like it's. <laughs> they're using it they're using it to funnel money different places oh you know what i mean like they decide who wins and that's how they're doing some that would be a devastating story you know because i think people really so the lottery is three card monty it's the biggest three card monty in history <laughs> you know what i mean uh, this all comes out of. Can we talk about this? The Epstein thing? Are we right? To... Well, i mean yeah, sure, sure. Okay, right? so when the day Epstein started serving his conviction in 03 whatever. Okay. Uh, some some trust company won, or somebody won the Oklahoma lottery that day for like nine, for are you ready for this for like ninety million dollars or something right they took the cash payout twenty nine million it, it went unclaimed for a while and then it was claimed anonymous for a while and then they finally released who got the money and it was it was this company called Zorro Trust no one can find anything on this company except an article from the Oklahoman from 89 talking about Zorro Trust and its owner Jeffrey Epstein. Jesus. So, wait a minute. If you're following along here, folks, he paid himself. No, the day he started serving his conviction in 03, his 11-month home sentence whatever. Yeah, explain this. To the me. day that started happening, he he won a company that he owns won the lottery in Oklahoma. So, so the government. Paid. I'm trying to draw this out, like in a thing. You know, maybe it's a different Epstein. You know what I mean? There's a lot of things. A different Jeff Jeffrey Epstein. Could be a different Epstein, different Zorro Trust, different whole thing. The whole thing. It's a weird world of names and coincidences. It really is. Um, to me, I read that story and I was like, "Holy shit! The lottery's rigged." Do you know what I mean? And I'm ruined because I'm, I'm. That was my. That was my get out of jail free. So, so you know? why is if if you're if your name is accidentally Jeffrey Epstein, you wow. get you know twenty six million dollars. But if your name is Juan Gonzalez, you're going yeah. to jail for somebody else forever. For, yeah, for forever. somebody else. Yeah. Reparations. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I, I, I don't know. Cut all that out. Just cut all that out. <laughs> we actually, can we just remove no, that? No, we're later? not going to cut anything out. It's just all good just stuff. promise me you'll it's cut all it good out. stuff. It's not good. It's good stuff. <laughs> what the twenty six million? The twenty nine million. I'm banking 20, on. The, I'm banking on the lottery. You have no idea. Like I, you know. And you know, I'd, I got big I, plans for that money. I'd hate to. I'd hate to make people not trust the lottery. Yeah, because without the lottery, what? You know, I'd have to pay the taxes. I mean, what? The lottery is a tax on poor people. Exactly. That's all it is. And I, I don't buy. I don't buy in. So you know, education's being funded by people. Other than me. Well, is- you get desensitized. I remember when a million dollars was like a, that was a big deal. You could win a million dollars. Now it's like the lottery's like 400 million. I'm like, ah, fuck it. You know? Right, right. When it gets to 900, let me know. Yeah, you know, yeah. Now, now that's money. 900 million, yeah. Now when we're it, talking. When it gets close to a billion, all right. Oh, now you've got my interest. 150 right. million, what the hell am I going to do with that? You remember that TV show, The Millionaire? Oh, yeah. Who wants to be a millionaire? No, 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 no. No, no, no. This is before that. It's- oh, wow. 
It's called The Millionaire. The Millionaire. Yeah. And uh, my name is Michael Anthony. Okay. I work for John Bears for Tipton. And okay. he has decided to distribute his wealth. Oh, maybe I By writing a check for a million dollars to a random person. I see. And so at the beginning of each show, Michael Anthony knocks on a door, gives a person a check for a million dollars. Okay. And then, of course, the episode is about what it does to that person. Oh, okay. Usually not good, but... Usually not, no. (laughs) Well, if you win the lottery in the U.S., there's like a 30% chance you'll be murdered by a family member. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Or something like that. Your best bet is if you win the lottery, for your own safety, is just disappear. Disappear and you can. You know? Some states allow you to go anonymous. Some do not. California is one of the ones that does not allow you to go. Allow anonymous? you to go anonymous. You must r- report yourself as a winner. So it'll be in the in the newspaper, presumably. Yeah. Well, you can change your identity. I guess. But, you know, the leeches are going to come out of the woodwork. You know <laughs> what I mean? But yeah, change your identity for a million dollars. I always, I, I have to I dress. I want to do that. Well, right now I got to dress real shitty when I'm around my family members just to try to, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I try to look vaguely homeless, dress down, way down, <laughs> and just try to, you know, like I take a bus there or whatever. So you know? is that why you look like such a schlub now? I'm schlubby. I wouldn't say I look like a schlub. Oh, okay. I would, sorry. I, you know, I, I, I wasn't. I, I, I guess I overstated the case. Well, you know, it's Labor Day. What do you want me to do? I'm supposed to. You know, what it's I mean? a holiday, right? Is this or this? Is this going to go out then? When is this going out? Wednesday. I might have it up tomorrow. Yeah. I don't give a shit. So it's the day it's after, fun. maybe. To no, no, no. Look, we're recording this on Labor Day, folks. It's Labor Day, folks. Right. So should we say that? Sure. Why not? Okay. Because labor, we're doing a live Labor Day coming up. Are we going to keep going? I'm kind of burnt out right now. What time is it? We have covered, uh, I think we've covered rep- reparations. No, we have not even got into reparations. We've, I'm, I'm so angry that I can't be articulate. Well, what else do you um, want to say about it? I don't it? know. I want to go more into the economic thing. and just well, I want people to understand the, the what's going to happen when that money goes into play. I'm, 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 I'm not smart enough to, I'm telling to you, tell you The model people. is the New Deal. The New Deal times a million. I mean. And here's a quick rundown. Uh, and and it, these were the this was the major program of the New Deal, the WPA. WPA, and so it was it was work. It wasn't they didn't cut a check to anybody. Uh, they started building that the checks were cut to the construction companies that were building the dams that were building uh, you know the electrical facilities in the Tennessee Valley that were building uh, you know the uh, the freeway system and. And put eight to ten million Americans to work, and they had a uh, you know a biweekly paycheck uh, and good money. It was uh, you know it wasn't just uh, it was not even close to minimum wage. Of course, you know minimum wage barely existed in those days, but um, it uh, it stimulated the economy. Step one: bring all the soldiers back from wherever they're at. Bring them back here. Step one. Oh, okay. absolutely. Step two. So you're talking Bernie Sanders now. I'm saying he's the only one talking about that. Oh, I, well, it's, well, Tulsi Gabbard. Actually, my, I don't. I don't want to bring him home and let him hang out. I'm, I'm bringing him home for a reason. I'm bringing him home. Then they're gonna go and they're gonna release everybody that's in prison on a nonviolent thing. Right. They will supervise the prisoners as they fix the country at 150 dollars an hour for everybody. The country, anybody that wants in on this crew, jump on in because there's plenty to do. Sure. 
fix the roads, fix everything, put solar panels in every flat surface in the entire country. Well, so that's that's another one of these ideas that is, um, um, in addition to writing a check or other than writing a check, is give minorities preferential hiring. And I'm saying for a job that's a ridiculous job. Like, it's a crazy job. This job doesn't even exist. Right. $150 an hour to shovel, you know what I mean? Sinecures. Boom. Yeah. Boom. It would help the, the, the economy. It'll be 30 years by the time they're done with all of that work. By the time they're done, this country will be fixed. We'll be on 100% renewable. I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll be the shining star. And the last job they can do is tear down those prisons. That's the last job they can do. This country's been fixed now. I, it feels fixed to me. Just do it. The fix is in. Just, it's, yes. Why do I have to be a tyrant to get these things done? Do you know what I mean? Well, you don't. Isn't it, Why isn't it enough for me to just say it and have like one or two people hear it and then oh, it gets well. fixed? You know what I'm saying? Like, Because who are you? Who the fuck am I? Right. Who am I? Right. Like literally, who am I? I have no idea. Um, I, I barely know. Fuck. <laughs> I'm done with this show. What time is it? Well, are you sure? I'm angry. I got to go out and, I don't know. Be angry. <laughs> Be angry somewhere. Cut those checks. All right, folks, you heard it. You heard it's oh, we're back to that echoey thing. Oh, that's what I was talking about. Right? We're gonna smooth it out now for the next. So it's minutes. this room mic. That's what it's it is. It's the room mic. Give it a, is, do, you, do you think the whole thing broadcasts like See, that? See, that's what's making me talk like. It's making Man, you I talk vibe, like this. I feel fantastic. Wow, so good. Slinky saxophone. Gray poupon. <laughs> Reparations. Reparations.